Hey guys, welcome back to Are You Sisters, the podcast. Welcome back. Um, we are aware that we once again screwed the pooch and <laughs> it's been like, I don't know, two weeks? Three weeks, honestly. Our, our last episode was the Practical Magic <sighs> recap. And now we're practically at Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving, is Thanksgiving is next week. Which... I feel bad about because my mom texted in our um, group chat today. It was like, Thanksgiving's next week. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, it's not. No, I, I, I literally told a girl I work with that it was next week. And she was like, no, it's two weeks. It's two weeks away. And I was like, it's no, next week, bitch. It's next week. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think this is a good time to let our followers, our listeners know that we are officially moving our content rollout to biweekly. But we even messed that up, so. So starting now, we are bi-weekly. And you know what? I don't like a weekly client call. So like a bi-weekly client call is my jam. So I think I can replicate this with a podcast. Yeah, I think I think it was, you know, a little um, aggressive to think that anybody would want to hear from us that frequently anyways. Well, not only that, but to think that we were the type that could get our shit together. Yeah. So- every week. So we did have a busy two weeks. Um, Take it away, Kate. Where did we go? Well, we had an amazing destination wedding um, in Jamaica at the Round Hill Villas and Resort for our good friends Caroline and Mac. Um, And it was, I mean, absolutely amazing it was it was gorgeous we we really messed up though and we only went for three nights and we should have gone for more yeah and uh those travel days were pretty hellacious we had some lounge experiences as we do yeah I mean it's traveling it, it never ceases to amaze me how ridiculous the general population is yeah so on the way there we uh sat in the fort lauderdale lounge and truly this this man took a facetime call with somebody and maybe his therapist because we got his entire life life story like from birth till present day yeah, he was, and he was very loud about it. Um, which, generally speaking, I I don't I don't like public phone calls. No, I don't like taking phone calls in public spaces. I don't want people hearing what I'm talking about. I borderline don't even like sending a text message when somebody's like standing right next to me. Yeah, and I mean, especially he was talking about alcoholic mothers, long lost sisters, right, like siblings, foster care, adoption, like. His life trauma. And I was like, sir, I'm just trying to have a mimosa. It was crazy. At 10 a.m. in Fort Lauderdale. So can you cool it? Right. And then, of course, he gets out of his chair and he is the most, like, ridiculous-looking individual who... I mean, rat tail. He had a rat tail. And then can you tell them what happened after? So, okay. So Kate went up to get us another glass of champagne at the bar. And we had found... which. In these lounges, too, it's supposed to be, like, you know, really nice or whatever, but they end up packed. So, of course, you're, like, fighting for your life. You're fighting for a couch. It's, like, (sighs) you know, it's, it's like the Wild West in there. So we finally got this really good couch situation going where we were just like looking out onto the tarmac and it was best case scenario listening to this man's entire life story and chuckling and, you know, drinking our, our drinks and 
this little this little woman comes over to me and she worked in the lounge and she was like excuse me how long are you gonna be here and I was like I mean a while we have like an hour and a half until our flight and she of course and I don't know if it's like just because I, this stuff like this happens shit like this happens all the time to you to me and to my family members as well so I don't know if we have like the faces where it's like just come over and ruin my morning please she was like can you please get up and move we, there's a pregnant woman that needs to lie down and so I'm like okay you know obviously if there's a pregnant woman that needs to lie down mm-hmm. like what am I gonna say no so I get up and I was like the whole time I was actually scared to tell you because I knew that you were gonna be pissed well so I got up and like I'm expecting to see like you know someone that's like nine months pregnant shouldn't be a, flying anyway borderline in a wheelchair and just unwell like you know gonna have to take her to the hospital momentarily type right it was like a woman I don't even know if she was showing no so I come over and the the transaction is happening this woman who a didn't look at us b didn't thank us and c just laid her ass down Really pissed me off. Here's the thing. Like, I, of course, I, honestly, if I had been in your situation, I pr- I would have probably said yes, probably. of course. Okay. I, 50-50. 50-50? I would have said, did you ask the people on the couch over first? Yeah, because, okay, and here's another thing to note. There's, like, couches, couches galore. There's, you know, little kids that are, like, playing Legos on a couch. You know, other, you know, able-bodied bodied folks, like, sitting we on all the couches. We were hand-selected for some reason. Um, we were targeted. honestly, I just have to say, in that scenario, I would appreciate if the woman who was taking our seat to lie down had thanked us. Right. Am and I am I crazy? No, absolutely. You're, you're And the right. husband was like, thank you. The other thing is they also, it's not that they didn't have seats. Like, they had seats. The woman just specifically wanted to, to lay, lay horizontal. Down. So. It was a trip. Anyway, but I mean, we just talked for 25 minutes about the lounge experience. All to say, the wedding was phenomenal. If you ever can make your way to Round Hill... Please do. I have to give my family a shout out because Margie and Carl, my mom and my stepdad, had their honeymoon there in the early 90s. And all I've got to say is I've got to put a plug in for the banana boating. Oh my God. Because we went banana boating and we had a choice between pickleballing and banana boating. And I think you can vouch for me. I was like, didn't even miss a beat. I was like, banana boating. Yeah, for sure. Because there's something about doing like a funny, ridiculous. It's the same way I feel when I go on a roller coaster with like my adult friends. It's like there's just, it's belly laugh galore. Well, was it? I was dying. I think a tear. Like, first of all, I couldn't see. We were sitting in the front. Who was in the front with me? Molly was in the front with you. I was in the back with Jasmine. (laughs) And literally right out of the (laughs) gate was telling the guys to go faster because like I grew up tubing as did you so I was like I'm an extreme tuber water sports gal I want to go fast 20 seconds after she's like crank it she slowly rolls off I just he made he took a turn and the whole thing kind of like capsized under me and like it's like slow motion granted I could have fought a little harder not to fall in the water but I just I let I let it take me and I 
I took a cool splash and also hung over a shit. So, yeah. I best, mean, it felt good. The best part of it, though, was you getting back onto the banana boat. Oh, that was not easy. It no. didn't look like it was. There's no leverage. It was like a half deflated banana. And I have no upper body strength, as you know. <laughs> like, literally growing up could not do a pull-up and to this day cannot do a pull-up or a push-up. Or a push-up, which this is one of – I'm urging Kate to have this be her 2024. Like, goal is to do – One single push-up. Just like, just like on your knees, not like a full – I can't do – I can't do like – I'm sure I could do like one real push-up. I can't even do a knees push-up. Right, and I'm thinking that's a good goal for you. For Which is kind of crazy because like I do arm goals. weights and play sports. So I'm like, Your why? arm weights? You use like five pound weights. I use 10 you pounds. You look like you're not in control of them too. I used 10 pounds yesterday. But anyway, yeah, it was like unbelievable trying to get back on the banana boat. And Jasmine was like trying to take my like slick suntan <laughs> lotioned hand. And I was like, oh my God, am I ever going to get back on this thing? And... I did, but and it was it was not graceful. Also, like to be clear, they were probably they probably maxed out at ten miles per hour. Like we were not flying on this thing by any means. Like we were not give us fifteen to twenty. I mean, I personally was ready to like really crank it up. But oh, same. Well, I mean, our our, our no, I was. I even after <laughs> my spill, I was like, crank it up. And Jasmine was like, don't do it. I mean, I was, like, going after the thrill, the high of, like, really – I want to get thrown. It was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. So, anyway, then uh, got back from Jamaica. Ryan made a quick uh, U-turn to Atlanta for yeah. work. So, anyways, we're, we're coming up with excuses as to why we haven't recorded. and We are. I mean, in my defense, though, so, yeah, we landed back – home on Sunday turned around packed a bag left on Tuesday to go to Atlanta for work and then came back on Thursday and was like okay we'll record tonight and like I landed at like 6 p.m there's like no way I was gonna no no so here we are so should we talk about what we've been watching of late yes because one other thing that has to do with the jamaica trip is what we watched on the airplane together we watched on the airplane while we were there post drinking all night this is this is kind of our like mo too is we both download shows on our netflix apps kate has like an ipad of course yeah because she needs some more more screen space and i just do it on my phone and we watch is this dorky (laughs) No. And we watch the same show together. Like, we start it and pause it. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's been a big you thing. Like, I'm happy to do my own viewing, but... I'm trying to say that I'm, like, clingy. I mean, you're taking up my my airplane watching space. Well, what, but we did settle on a show I If you're sitting right next to me and you're what you're 10 minutes ahead of me in a show, I can literally see everything that's happening. Okay, fair. Fair. I mean, yeah, that's true. So tell them what we've been watching. So we both read this book. So Kate, I have to give Kate the props. This book, um, All the Light We Cannot See. Yes. Which is a fantastic book. Very, let me, very Let good. me grab the author real fast. Anthony. Anthony Dorr. Yeah. Um, one of my all-time favorite books, I believe, okay, I always put myself in a hole, but I do believe it won a Pulitzer. Yeah, it's, it's a very fantastic book. One of those books where it's like, 
mind-blowing how well the author is able to tie two very, very different storylines back together and make mm-hmm. it all make sense. It's like, it's one of those books where you're just like, wow, I'm really impressed by this it's, person. Yeah, it, it is um, based on World War II and it is a fictionalized story about basically uh, two youths growing up during World War II, one in Paris, a blind girl, and then one in Germany, um, an orphan boy, and kind of their parallel lives, um, and then coming together in this amazing, beautiful climax. But um, That sounded wrong. That sounded wrong. They did not have sex. <laughs> they did not have sex. But basically, like, the story is so beautiful. I cannot – stress it enough so we were so pumped that the that netflix came out with this like limited series four episode show yes we binged the first two episodes on the way down to jamaica and then drunkenly watched episode three like because after the rehearsal dinner that's how much we were like we want to go and watch the show i was like i want to i want to go to our room and watch the show because and this is like something to be said too because I think 90% of the time if not 95% of the time when I read a really great novel and they make it into a movie or a or a show mm-hmm. I'm always like you know nitpicking disappointed like oh you know they miss this they mess that up and I yeah. never felt that way not once no the show was so good amazing yeah, so the, it's also like a, a phenomenal cast. So Mark Ruffalo is in it. He plays the dad. Um, Hugh Laurie is in it. Um, they also cast some younger, really great actors. Um, and the what I love, too, is the actress that they cast as um, Marie. Marie actually did have – she was um, – Visually impaired. Visually impaired, which I thought was really important. So – I, I just I can't talk about this yeah. show enough. Five it's stars. So go watch it. Um yeah, it was amazing. And just looking that they got a twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I I, <laughs> I could mean, not agree less. Less. I don't understand how Rotten Tomatoes works. Right. right. Like shows that movies and shows that get like 95, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes that like suck and then this gets twenty eight percent. And also like how how did Rotten Tomatoes get such a great rap as like the rating scale? I know, and I actually do like before we see a movie, I'm like, uh, forty five on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I I I do look to their reviews. I never look because I think it's bullshit, and every review is like very subjective, obviously. But it's like doesn't well, make sense to me. Now I will say I agree with you because fuck you. Well, Rotten Practical Tomatoes. Magic got shitty reviews too, didn't it? Oh yeah. Well, I don't, I don't look, I don't subscribe to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, fuck them. Um, okay, so what else were we watching? Bravo? Can In we? the Bravo world, we do have to touch on um, Beverly Hills. Yep, Beverly Hills premiered, and we've had, I think, maybe two, three episodes come out, and it is delivering. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I think in this last episode that we saw, um, I was dying about... Sutton. Sutton was has like kind of lost her mind a bit in Las Vegas, which I mean, I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah, for sure. But I have to okay, so as to give a little background, Sutton, they all go to Vegas 
Erica Jane arranges for like special treatment at um, the Magic, Magic Mike. Mike show. And because she knows some of the dancers, blah, blah, blah. Her BFF like is running the show. And Sudden like is that type of girl who wants all the attention but doesn't claim to want all the attention. Like it's part of her MO to be like, oh, who, me? But like really like you're very highly seeking that attention. And so she especially wore pants so that she, she could. Brought, she brought it up. She was like, yeah. I'm wearing pants tonight because. She had like 500 they're gonna singles. On, they're going to take me on stage and I don't want my panties out. Yeah. And I mean, so like long story short, she drank too much and she wasn't immediately pulled on stage when Erica and Crystal were. And she like had a full blown tantrum, like stormed out of the performance went to the bathroom, starts going off about how, like, Erica's crotch is on full display and, like, there's a man in her crotch and... She was, like, she's a member of the ballet she's, board. Yeah. Or she's some... on the board of the ballet. I don't even and know what that means. And this isn't her brand. Yeah, she was talking about her brand. It was really pretty cringe. But I will say that I, I really liked how Kyle handled it because Kyle wasn't drinking. So she's, like, rolling her eyes yeah. laughing about the whole thing. But and then she attacks Kyle, so it was just it was it was a lot. But you know what? I think it's coming from a place that she's clearly feeling very rejected in her dating life, and she let that fully go wild. Yeah, on the last episode, and it was pretty. It was pretty entertaining. I do have to say. Yeah. So we're excited. I think Denise Richards makes an appearance. I think Erica Jane, per the usual, is. A crazy bitch. Although I'm liking her much more this season, I think that's. I think she had everywhere. to dial it back. Yeah. Um. Who else is making me lol? Dorit is definitely making me laugh out loud. Um. And her and PK. Um. They're a little performance for pretty, pretty woman. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, it's also interesting because a lot of these relationships that we followed for years and years seem to be. Um, in gra- grave danger. Yeah, can we talk about Kyle and Mo? Yeah, I yeah, we could talk. About we it. don't have to go into the Morgan Wade of it all. I'm not yeah. saying that, but I'm I'm just saying like we have seen 13 seasons of Kyle and Mauricio looking so good and comfortable and in love on camera. Yeah. To then go from like that to like her literally hating his guts. That scene was actually really hard to watch. There's this scene where she's like, I, they basically force them to like film a scene together. It's clear, and she like can't stand can't him. Can't stand to be in the same room as him. And she, yeah, it's just it's bad. And he's like, oh, you have another tattoo. And she's like, yeah, I didn't have to tell you. It's you're the one who said it. That it's like very like it's it feels like she's like his daughter and like acting like a rebellious daughter. Yeah, it's like. She is 16 and like, you can't tell me what to do. And I'm an adult like now. she's like acting out. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So we'll see where this all goes. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm definitely, um, I mean, I'm loving this playing out. So I'm here for it. It's on, uh, what, is it on Wednesday nights? Yes, I want to say it's on Wednesday nights. And I'm excited for them to introduce Morgan Wade into. Yeah, we've got, we'll, we will definitely cover this. We and, will have to. Okay, so Beverly Hills psyched it's back I mean Bravo has like just a really quick but Bravo has a stellar lineup right now in my opinion because we've got Real Housewives <laughs> of Miami I just said Miami so weird 
Real Housewives of Miami on Bravo. They have officially elevated from Peacock to Bravo. So pumped to have them back. Um, love all the storylines going on there. Winter House. You know I'm a Winter House, Summer House gal. And then, of course, we got Southern Charm. Yeah, which has been very, very interesting this season as well. Yeah, Southern There's Charm. A, I feel like we're missing one. Oh, well, I guess New York just wrapped. New York wrapped. Um, Southern Charm, I mean, I'm really liking it. I, it's just so uncomfortable. So, uh, you know, it's also interesting to be living in Charleston and watching the show based in Charleston. So seeing where they go and being like, okay, that's actually not in Charleston. Like they're acting like they're going to some restaurant like around the corner. I'm like, that's in freaking, you know, deep Mount Pleasant. Yeah. But anyway, you know, if you want some inside scoop there, feel free to reach out to us. Yes. Okay. So what is next? Speaking of Charleston, right? Yeah. So Charleston. So while I was on my – Atlanta sojourn for work Kate was at a interesting party yeah so I got an invite um from a friend of mine Jenna to a Mahjong and Moomoo's party and I'm an idiot like I (laughs) did not know what Mahjong was um I got you did know I did know and do you want to know how I knew how when I worked at that country club in Mount Pleasant, we had a group of older women that would come in. I think it was like every Tuesday afternoon uh-huh. was their Mahjong day. So we would have to, have to take over. They would they would make us bring like, I don't know, something insane, like 12 pints of like iced tea over there. So we would get their table set up well, before they rolled in. But they would play Mahjong like for hours. So, th- I mean, that makes sense because – I can't tell you how intense this was. So, first of all, I'm an idiot. I really thought we were going to play Moncala. <laughs> do Very you, different game. Do you remember Moncala? Of course I do. And I was like, you know, they were like, oh, there's been a resurgence of this game. And I was like, oh, okay. So, Didn't like, I play that recently somewhere? No, no, I think I played it with Caroline when I was in oh. Richmond. We yeah, and I, I was like, okay, so I – you know, I just did not realize that this was, like, actually an intense game night. It was so fun. But um, Jenna had this lady who was awesome and, like, literally there from Holy Maj to actually teach us. Holy Maj. So, <laughs> Holy Maj. Yeah, they're on Instagram, at Holy Maj. Um, and, like, we sit down and it was, like, I'd say 30 to 40 minutes of learning how to play. And I was like, oh, my God, I did not realize how intense a night this was going to be. But um, all to say, really great. We did get to play our own, like, Mahjong experience. And I came in second place. Not first. But I got it down. Who won? Oh, um, Julia, who was – Like, we had two separate tables. Also, like, honestly – Key takeaway, and I think one of the reasons that this game is, like, blowing up, it's so visually pretty. Yeah. Like, it really is. The sets that um, Anne had for us were, like, really pretty. They were, like, light pinks and pale blues and whites. And I was just, like, we were all just, like, playing with the chips mm-hmm. because it was, like, weirdly soothing. Um, but we were laughing because in learning how to play, it was, like, 
I'm sitting with some of my friends that I've known forever, but it was really seeing like how your friends probably were as kids. Like learning. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, of course, like sp- spacing out, asking annoying questions, coming back to reality, being like, okay, so how do I win? And like Lacey's like taking notes. Like she's like, Kate, stop asking questions. Like it was really fun. Um, I could not at all tell you how to play a game, but – I am down for Mahjong, so if anyone wants to play, hit me up. Invite me. Yeah, I recently found out of another game as well. Um, I sent my friend Sarah a message because it looks like her and her fiancé play this game all the time. It's called Ticket to Ride. Ooh, what's So I need this? to check it out. I need to check it out. It looks fun. But one thing to know about Kate, too, is we always play... Monopoly fam- deal. Yeah, her family is big <laughs> on the Monopoly deal. So if you bo- if you pull a game, a board game, a card game, any sort of game out, except for Yahtzee, which was really disappointing mm-hmm. to me. Like I try to play with you, and yeah. you're like, no. So well, I mean, cool. I'm I'm definitely a, a big um, game night gal, so I would love to start doing that. But serious inquiries only because yeah. I don't I don't want somebody to roll up here and think that it's just like a wine night. We're, Which we're basically gaming. is what I did to Jenna's party. I was like, oh, we're drinking and eating. And it was like, no, no you are sitting your ass down and learning how to play this game. You're holy mojing. You're holy mojing. And I holy moj. And it was great. But it did also get me side thought. I was like, maybe I need to do a Monopoly deal masterclass because I... I feel like I've got that game down to... Like you need to teach it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've taught you've taught my family. I've taught a lot of people. I should start charging. Like, I'll go to, like, bachelorette parties and teach everyone how to do it. But the thing is, it's not as involved. It's like a mahjong. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop because I... Like, I know the way I'm saying mahjong is probably really annoying. It's not. I think the word in general is... It's... Yeah. Yeah, well, and lastly on that note, apparently it's taking over um, the Charleston social scene. I Which do. is uh, the social scene according to Kate, because the, I have not seen zero posts about it. The so. social scene according to me, but I will say after we I played, I got at least a couple DMs being like, why is everyone doing this right now in Charleston? So riddle me that. Well, I guess, yeah, the question now is do we come up with our own monopoly deal and then we just take charleston by take charleston by storm by storm and we just monopoly deal mono deal it up yeah we should um well also on a charleston note my mom and i have some pretty big news we have opened up a booth at village emporium so If anyone's into like antiquing, vintage finds, furniture, decor, um, stop by Village Emporium and check out our booth because we've got a lot of great finds in there. Um, And now I'm like fully addicted to doing this. (laughs) Yeah. So it's super fun. It's just I come home every day now and something's missing. Yeah. Or my stuff is in the corner on the floor. Well, we have to uh, keep our booth fully stocked and, you know, something sells. We need to bring something else in. So the only the only thing is you need to get better at bringing something else into the house, like, for example, a dresser. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking my time with our next purchase because 
houses downtown, we don't have a lot of storage. So I want like a really nice armoire slash chest situation for that room. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of addictive. I'm literally any free time is spent like driving up to Goose Creek. Yeah, Monk's you guys corner. Have been, you guys have been finding some good stuff and um, spray painting and touching up. It's been it's been and good. painting a little bit of a furniture restoration going I on still, in the backyard. I'm, I'm my feelings are a little hurt because I still haven't been invited to come and see it. Oh, you will be because once my my mom's visiting, she's in town. Um, once once she's gone, I'm gonna need your help moving shit in. <laughs> so, well. What's in it for me? I mean, I'll give you a discount on our... <laughs> on, on buying back something that we already had in the house. Yeah, you get the 20% friends and family oh, discount. Thanks. So this is my new obsession. You know me. I like fixate. Yeah, a little bit. So I guess I'm going to need to like become, have pick up a new hobby or something. So You definitely are. Um, which to kind of wrap us up, let's ask a little question. Yeah, so the... To the point of the fact that Thanksgiving is next week and it's like shocking to shocking. the shocking to the ear. Um, this year has been flying by. I know. I feel like every year I'm like, oh my god, this year's been flying by. I feel like the older I get, obviously, the faster it goes. Can I just say every year it does go faster and faster? It does, but it's like that's also not an original like. I know. Thought. Everybody feels that way. It's weird. So with that in mind, we were on a walk this morning, and I was like. Okay, Kate, Kate, can we please like get a Christmas tree this weekend? And let me let me backstory this with the fact that I generally speaking am of the of the like party that you have to wait for Thanksgiving Day to put the tree out. Mm-hmm. But this year I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just put it. Let's put one up because. You always go home and you're gone, so you only even get to enjoy the tree for like two weeks. Yeah. I'm in the camp of Christmas trees can't even be up until December. That's just ridiculous. Well, I'm curious, where does everyone else fall on this? Because I think it's also my mom is very much like she, in fact, was like mid-December. What? Yeah. I don't. We've never had the Christmas tree in our house for like – no earlier than December 15th. That is, that's crazy. I mean, I think that a general rule of thumb is Thanksgiving Day. No, I think it's, I, no, well, it's Thanksgiving Day. Okay, fine. Like the day after Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving is a fully different holiday. Thanksgiving night. No, it's still Thanksgiving. Whatever. I mean, I'm curious how everyone else feels because. Well, Little Miss Stickler, I broke, broke you down and you're going Christmas tree shopping with me this weekend. Did so. you? You said yes. I, kind I of, have it in writing in text. I kind of open-ended said yes, but I will give it to you because I because I'm traveling for Thanksgiving, then traveling for work the week after, and then when I get back it is December. So by the time I see the tree really thriving in this home, it's December 2nd. Right, and I didn't want you to get all come home and then oh la di da. Let's check our schedules. When do we have a chance to go to the Christmas tree farm? <laughs> oh wait, whoops, no, we we're busy. Blah blah blah. And then next thing you know, December fifteenth. That's not gonna fly for me. Well, I guess you'll get your way this time. Okay, yeah. The whole backtracking. I wish that people could. I wish we were recording ourselves on camera because 
If looks could kill. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I listen, I think in a relationship, which by the way, we just celebrated our three year anniversary. So in it a relationship, <laughs> I think you choose your battles. The Christmas tree is not one that I am going to die on. I have a very serious question. How do you think Betty is going to be with a Christmas tree? I am assuming she's going to be crazy with it. Because she is literally crazy for toys and she is just going to think that every single ornament is a toy. Yeah, we might have to like not put ornaments on the bottom half. That's going to be beautiful. Well, the bottom like first layer because no, she's going to cha- she's going to ch- she's like, going to tr- she's going to try to jump on that tree. I mean, that's just honestly well, she's going to chew it up. This is the first time I thought about it because Eloise is like, you know, she she doesn't she's totally fine with a Christmas tree. Um, this isn't her first rodeo, but Betty, I think it is. And she is just like. Yeah, she's a toy crazy gal, so... She's crazed. She's probably going to take this tree down. Well, I think, if anything, we're going to definitely, no doubt, come home and things are going to be destroyed, as in, like, she will have oh chewed God. them, oh possibly God. ingested them. One time she ate our remote. That was really yeah, annoying. Fuck. So, anyway, TBD, we'll report back. And we will. for the record, we are putting the tree up this weekend... Whether you like it or not. Uh, okay. We are. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we've missed you. We'll be coming back in a bi-weekly fashion. But in the meantime, definitely like, follow, subscribe. But um, also you can follow along at Are You Sisters Podcast on Instagram and then at Kate Charney and now at Ryan Tasker. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye.